What's the future of marketing? Where's marketing going? How should I market in 2021 and beyond? Technology is changing. Socioeconomics is changing. We're living in a pandemic. This all influenced consumer habits and consequently marketing. I'm going to say something that for those who've been in the marketing industry for a long time or basically business in general, they have pushed the four P's forever. Dare I say that the future of marketing is going to drop the four P's, product, price, place, and promotion, and elevate the four E's. This new approach to customer value proposition, which embodies engagement, exclusivity, experience, and emotion. People don't buy only products. People buy experiences. People don't care about price. They buy on emotion. People want to feel a part of something, to be exclusive. If you're listening on an iPhone right now, you identify as an iPhone user. When you see someone else on the iPhone, you may have no idea who they are, where they're from, but it's just a nod. It's that connection. Hey, I'm a part of a group that's exclusive. I'm part of something that's bigger than myself. And you pay for that experience. You pay for that feeling, that head nod of engagement, that emotion, the four E's. That's where we're going. That's the future of marketing. Scratch that. That's marketing right now. And it's only going to be elevated as the months and years to come. People buy experiences and emotions instead. The key here is emotional branding. Emotional branding is what makes a business stand out. Not only should consumers be asking you, why should I buy? But you should be asking yourself, why should I sell? And that correlation of understanding that why is going to be so powerful moving forward. There's this concept of what's called a golden circle that was invented by Simon Sinek. Basically, the widest outer layer is what? The middle layer is how. Most inner layer is why. Why being the foundation, the core, the root, which expands into the how, which expands to the what. People want to know why. They want to be bought into the why. The most successful brands don't offer just physical products or services, but premium experiences and a story that resonates, that tells their why, that connects. Disney and Coca-Cola, just to name a few, literally sell happiness. Competitors Nike and Adidas give you the courage to follow your dreams. And Apple sells a challenge to the status quo, even now. People who are non-Apple users say, why would I buy a product every single year when they make a slight change? There's memes for days. There's all these other things that people are saying, why would I want to buy a new iPhone, a new MacBook Pro? But you, if you are an Apple user, would resonate and say, huh, you're not part of the status quo. You're not in that exclusiveness. That connection to you is why you're buying. And if you're an Android user, you're probably shaking your head. This is what people want right now. This is where the future is going. The signs have been showing themselves for years. We are moving in this direction. The rise of social media, the rise of people, of users, making demands of companies, big and small, to come up, to articulate. It's not good enough that maybe you're the cheapest, or you're the most affordable, or you're the best buy, or you're the most expensive because you have the highest quality, perceived quality of a product or service. I need to know why. I need to know how. I need to know 
what? I need to know what's driving this company forward and if the mission, the vision, the purpose behind your company resonates and identifies with me. I need to know that going in and that's going to determine if I want to buy from you. This is episode number 10. Hashtag future. Cue the hype music. What's up, digital world? You're listening to the I Digress audio experience with Troy Sanders. Social media, marketing, storytelling, business, culture, and more. Coming to you in three, two, one. Here's a crazy stat for you. Most consumers wouldn't care if 73% of brands disappeared for good. I know this might be extremely hard to acknowledge, but that's what the research shows. Most of consumers won't bother if a brand stops existing tomorrow. Keep that in mind, that's basically almost 75% of all brands. You have to nurture and establish relationships. And again, how does this tie into the future of marketing? Consumers in 2020 and in the future expect brands to respond to their emotional needs, contribute to local and international communities and causes, and nurture ideas to bring about a more inclusive and positive impact in various communities. Brands aren't just businesses. Brands are media companies. Brands are evangelists for good. Brands are connectors. Brands are decision makers. Brands make change happen. If you can sell that, if you can package that and align your identity, your product, your service, who you are, your purpose around all of that, and then attract people to you, they're going to be loyal because now you're not just providing a product or service that they need. You're also feeding into what they can't do within themselves alone, make an impact in their community, make change in the world. You're the vehicle. You're the bridge to that. That is the extra demand that now we're seeing in marketing. This is what marketing is gonna have to evolve into. It's not just about making sure your P&Ls make sense. It's not just about increasing a profitability every quarter and hitting our goals. We're gonna have an extension of other goals that have nothing to do with the P&Ls. It's gonna be more about customer retention. How much did we give to support causes and help our very users get to where they need to go? Now, let's take it a step back. This is not anything new. Companies have been supporting in the programs to help people get educations, go to college, and all these other things for years. But now it's literally a marketing tactic and strategy to elevate that in a different limelight in a different way than it was before. It's not so simple as just cutting a check for a thousand, ten thousand, hundred thousand, one million dollars and saying, Oh, I did my job. No, 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 no. It's providing information up front, allowing your consumers to say, Hey, does this align with the majority of our audience base? We're looking to do this. Do you have any recommendations of how we should allocate these funds accordingly to be its most effective? and to provide the most results. How and why we're providing, we're allowing the community to be a part of this decision process and we're documented along the way. These stories are going to translate into powerful moving things that's going to feed into the emotion. For established customers and users, I'm all in. See, this is why I rep your brand. This is why I wear your product. This is why I use your product or your service. This is why I'm team XYZ. This is what we do. I'm a part of that. A percentage of my money that I buy into your product, your service is making an impact over here. And now I feel like I'm a part of that whole 
process. It makes me feel good that I can brag about it and tell somebody else. We're becoming evangelists of making an impact elsewhere. We're allocating dollars for that purpose to not only look good in a PR perspective, not only for just the sake of being good as a good brand, as a good business should ought to do within the world, but we're doing this as a necessity to maintain what we already have. Now, obviously, we can only do this in various scales based off the profits that you make and where you are. But you know who can do this very well and who's been doing this well for generations? Small businesses. They are the focal point and the foundation of many communities who cannot afford big brands, big organizations to be around. They don't have the funds. They don't make the money to do that. But small businesses, they can provide them and do rallies and support groups and all these different things to accumulate the funds to give back to their local communities. So now we're seeing a transition. We're seeing a shift where a lot of big brands now need to think small. They need to think small before they could get by with getting their numbers year in and year out by maybe just allocating more money to ad dollars. But as the algorithms for the social media accounts and platforms are changing, as consumer behavior though it's consistent is shifting with their ideals and what they hone in on as most crucial in their decision to buy or continue to buy you have to sway with it and now brands oh we have the money but we don't have the consumer's attention why because we thought for all these years we just allocate more money to the ads if they see them more and more times they're likely to buy right but it doesn't have any substance it has no story it has no other touch points to allow them to connect to buy the product, buy the service. This is the advantage of SMBs, small to medium-sized businesses, where they have the heart of the community. They have the foundation, they have the staple, and they have the stories. Now they have to execute and articulate and amplify those stories out into the masses. TikTok has allowed for SMBs to have national news in a scale that we've seen in previous years. How is this possible? Because now we're focusing less on ad dollars and we're choosing what's trending by user consumer behavior, by user's choice. So you have a higher opportunity to get in front of more people. And naturally, the higher you get in front of more people, the bigger brands, the bigger national news groups and everything else is going to have to take it because it's trending right now and amplify it even further. The future of marketing is the four E's. And we're saying goodbye to the four P's. Again, the four E's, engagement, experience, exclusivity, and emotion. This is what's gonna keep you going into 2021 and beyond. This is the focal point of what marketing needs to be, what marketing will become. How well are we providing an experience? Is it up to par with what our audience demands? Is it up to par in comparison to our competitors? Are we exclusive enough? We are now in a world where we're cutting cables and cords and we're dealing with subscription models. So the chaotic factor of that is that now we're creating more and more exclusive content. And FOMO, the fear of missing out, is mega real. So now if I want to be a part of this brand, I have to make sure I can be exclusive and create content and provide an experience in a way that not only connects it to the emotion, but creates enough exclusivity that, hey, we're a unique and original brand, a unique and original experience where it's different from everyone else, from everything else. 
This is where it's coming down to. If you've lasted this long with just ads and ads and thinking, if I just pay enough money and link built my way to have really high SEO, I'm going to take the day. That is not the case anymore. It's not enough to have a recognizable name. I need to know when I see your name, I need to feel something. Not only just something, something I can tie back to maybe my childhood or to something that makes me feel good. That's going to get me to click on your link while I'm searching on Google. Not just because these are the first 10 options. Good luck. Nothing else. So what? So what? You're on page one. I will scroll until I see a name or I see a message that aligns with my beliefs, that connects to my emotion, that gives me the experience that I want, the perception of change that I want to be a part of, and I will click on that. That's where my money is going to go. Now, because of 2020, we've gone more virtual. Screen time has increased to 90%. We have visual screen time fatigue. So just because you're paying a bunch of money to show up on all these different channels on my screen as I transition from my laptop to a tablet, to a phone, as I go from Google to my email, to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and everything else, just because you're just showing up a million times, we may get desensitized from it. It doesn't connect with me anymore. I knocked on your door. You're supposed to let me in. Not anymore. Now when you knock on someone's door, they're gonna ask you why. And you better have a good enough answer. And even after you answer why, how, what, what's in it for me? How is it if I give you my money to provide for this product or service that you're giving to me, the benefit of what it does for me is not enough anymore. Doesn't align with my beliefs. Doesn't align with what I want to provide and support. How is your product being made? Where is your product being made? Not to mention going back to the root cause of your company. Why don't you start your company? What's the purpose? What's the mission? And it's not enough to have a one-liner on a website. No, no, no. Show me the receipts. Show me how you're impacting other communities. Show me where you're going. I need to know all these different things so I can make a educated decision of where my money is going, where my time and effort and support is going. Because when I choose a brand, I'm repping them. And I need to know what's going on. This is where we're going with the future of marketing. The four E's, engagement, experience, exclusivity, and emotion. That doesn't mean that product, price, place, and promotion is becoming obsolete. I'm saying that it's taking second fiddle to where we are now. Where it's not just about the tangibles, but we need to know about the intangibles as well. Of where they all interconnect. When we think of, again, the future, we're thinking of frictionless transactions. Your Amazon.com order has been delivered. I literally feel my endorphins going up and I'm feeling happy seeing that. I feel excited. Ooh, by tomorrow. Ooh, two-day shipping. Or ooh, in a week, I'm going to get my product. And I expect to have that product. I move on with my day knowing that, hey, in two days, by tomorrow, by next week, or whatever the date, I'm going to get my product. This is changing the e-commerce community significantly. We want guaranteed Timelines of what we're going to get it, where we're going to get it, and we expect it to get there on time and in good, perfect condition. We're expecting the same detailed due diligence of brands applying these marketing tactics and strategies that when you send me a message, you're going to do what you say you're going to do. And if you fail me, I feel betrayed. I feel hurt. And I will not just stop with just, ooh, a bad Google review. I'm going to rally the whole group. I may assemble a whole community and say, hey, this company betrayed my trust and didn't deliver this on time. And depending on how you articulate yourself in a comms perspective and how you, how quickly and how efficient you respond to mitigate the situation and risk. Again, my previous episode was about risk. Go check that out. You're going to be in it for a world of hurt and you're not going to know what else you're going to do. The future of marketing is 
maintaining relationships, not just maintaining buyers. I need to maintain relationships and that's going to ensure I keep consistent growth through the actual users advocating on my behalf. The future of marketing is this integrated communication system. If you've heard me speak before on this concept of social universe, each buyer has their own social universe and they have all these extended levels of touch points to other individuals who also have their own social universe so each time you win someone over you acquire their social universe you're now a part of their social universe and the more touch points you can identify with hey i also support this i do this we support this we do this that's going to make the bond stronger and from there that's going to make the social universe closer and that's going to allow other people to connect with this person to now therefore connect with your brand it's literally humanizing your brand in ways we've never seen before through digital marketing, through social media. We need to understand the language. We need to understand how our customers think. How can we support them? How can our product touch base with what they need most? Can we hit that point by maybe donating to charity, by connecting what we do and collaborating with somebody else to bring it on home, to resonate and saying, hey, we see that pain point. We of ourselves can't solve that pain point because that's not what we do. But through this, 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 and this, and this, here we are, now we can, by you continuing to support us, you're also supporting us solving this pain point. And we're doing this over and over again as many times as is necessary to not only maintain what we have, but grow even more and expand. And now, even though there is competition out there, it's different. Now it's like, yes, we're competing against each other in a sense, but there's enough room for all of us because now we know we're at the mercy of the consumer. And because of that, if it requires us to partner with a air quote competitor to make a profit to grow even more. I would rather split it to continue my growth than to have so much pride where I can't see where things are going and try to do it alone and not make any profit. How do we get here? Because we didn't consider the consumer. Because we really didn't think about relationship marketing and seeing the trend of where the trajectory of the whole thing of business, of marketing, of communication is going, particularly in the digital marketing realm as social media elevated the powers of the consumer in ways that we've never seen before. This is the future of marketing. This is why you need to look at social media beyond just broadcasting, but as an active social listening tool to understand, to comprehend, and make educated decisions and best practices to help your consumers not only see you, hear you, choose you, but stay with you. Again, my goal is to always provide quick, digestible pieces of content, pieces of advice that I give to my clients so they can have a sustainable business. It's not enough to make a profit one time, have one good year, three good years, five good years. You want to have a sustainable business and you also want to grow. And in doing so, you need to understand the trends of where everything is going. And right now, more than ever before, the future of marketing is relationships. Thanks for listening. And that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Digress. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Troy on social media? You can find him on all platforms at Find Troy. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you're listening.
Looking for a marketing strategist to build the structure, strategies, and systems you need to get the success you want and the ROI you desire in your business? Book a discovery call to talk with Troy at findtroy.com. And as Troy's philosophy goes, imagination is the engine, content is the fuel, social media is the highway, marketing is the roadmap, sales is the destination, culture is the GPS. Thanks for listening.